Peace. This is the Ash Old Head Podcast with Justice Raji. So, as I sit here uh, recording this, I am wrapping up 2019, uh, looking over this year's work and productivity as it pertains to the podcast and the rest of my life in general. And I figured I'd close out the last uh, bit of this year with a little bit of summary and a little bit of foreshadowing and visioning of what will happen in the coming year. Um, I want to start off by thanking people, thanking all my guests this year, and I'm going to say all their names. So I'm going to go from the most recent to the to the earliest. So Jordan Theory, Walter Robinson, Damon Isaiah Turner, Larry Lane, Brandon Lee, Lakiana Drury, Corey McDowell, Richard Gilliam, Divine Culture, Ralph Evans, Anthony Deloney. Yeah, that's everybody. Uh, there's a couple Lost Tapes episodes that you ain't going to hear that uh, I'm also giving them a shout out to my, my good brother, I Majestic, who you've heard before, Knowledge Bill, Knowledge Divine, uh, to my physical big brother, Divine. Uh, some bonus shout outs to my moms because you know she's my mom and uh, to the Whiskey Club crew you know all of them for their uh, you know support in, in, the, in the regular life um, to some of the other men in my family Gino, Fred uh, my grandfather that's Pop Pop to be grandfather to y'all Mr. Page to y'all and that's Mr. with a big M, too. Uh, thank you to Copper Consulting. And thank you to you for tuning in. So a couple things on the, the process and the reflection on the work of keeping this thing going. Uh, started out the year with postponing the release, although I was recording, of episodes as I was applying for a program and looking to see about opportunities to sort of develop my work uh, in a different way. That didn't work out. And I learned a valuable thing, though, applying uh, to that program for the second time and not being accepted. That's cool. There's one. Um, I designed and started doing this creative project with the thought of... Um, you know, that there would be a means to at least make it financially viable to cover its own star, own costs. Uh, without um, my primary intention with developing that aspect, I think if you go back to the beginning of the released episodes for this year, I mentioned that. Um, but I think that's important to reflect on at this moment because the couple things that I did set up in the last year are just in case you don't know, or if you listen and you're like, well, what is he talking about with the Etsy shop or this or that, are the means by which if you, as a person that enjoys and listens and likes what I'm doing, if you want to support uh, my work, as it were, um, you want to be a patron of my particular form of art, um, the tools that you can use to do that, uh, one of those is you can buy a shirt. You know, you buy a shirt or a sweatshirt, 
you know, starting now, I have kids' shirts up in the store. Um, stayed away from kids' shirts for a while because that's uh, the price cost. I felt like I couldn't give a fair value to to you. Uh, however, you know, life on life terms dictates that you uh, make decisions that you have to make. Uh, to get do what you got to do. So, said that to say, um, you will see if you tune into my channels over the, the coming weeks, especially as this episode goes up before the new year, um, there will be a uh, opportunity to partake of the fabulous art culture shirts for the young ones in your life, um, as well as a new sweatshirt design and some other things coming. Some real interesting partnerships coming in Black History Month. Um, exciting. So you'll see that. Um, but at a, at a, the most basic level, there's other ways if you want to contribute to the continuance of uh, this creative project and, um, you know, try and develop alternative methods of engaging in commerce um, beyond the the typical strains that we use. Um, I will have a, a functional Patreon button where at the minimum you could you could put a five on it. Um, you can also cash app a brother, Justice Raji, you know, at the little squiggly jab. Um, you send me an email and I'll tell you where if you want to donate on my behalf, I got to give you a whole list of nonprofits and other people where you can put some money down and help somebody else if you believe in what I uh, enjoy what I'm doing. So there's that. Um, the other big lesson, though, I came out of the year with that process was thinking about the amount of time it takes to record, edit, uh, process, you know, write the copy, uh, check on equipment, uh, secure space. All those things are things that are um, used or experienced costs, but they are not costs that are clearly visible when someone is creating. Um, and as I've told you, or I've stated in the past, I started this work uh, because I like to create stuff. I I like art, I like, and then means in all forms from visual, audio, reading, uh, singing, you know, rhyming. Uh, once upon a time, you know, dabbled in, in that particular world, as as, as stated. Um, and then I see the uh, value in voices and the voices that I'm trying to capture in this particular vehicle, and some other voices and stories I'm going to capture in a new vehicle. That'll be being developed and coming to you probably by the end of 2020. Uh, but that type of work, none of this work is sustained without input. And uh, so that's where, you know, I, I put that cost and time and energy, hopefully with the benefit that those that are listening will get something that is of value. Uh, the other thing that that process showed me is that in order to be successful, one has to have a plan and a vision. And then, so with the plan and the vision, then is an understanding of how they will become successful by walking that plan 
and adhering to that vision. And one of the regular things I see in the culture right now, um, especially as it pertains to black men, um, is emphasis and energy around entrepreneurship, which largely I think is positive and healthy. However, uh, similar to other vehicles by which one can be caught in a dream and caught in a fantasy about what will actually happen or what will occur, or at least at a minimum detached from a bit of actual you know, reality. Um, it's sort of the, the vision or the idea that entrepreneurship in, in, in and of itself is an end that doesn't require definition, detail, and the dynamics that show you know, what will it create or what will it make real, what will it make born. And, you know, there's a place for the motivational aspect where someone is telling you how they started their business or how they focus on it. And I work, I work 70 hour weeks and, you know, all the, all of that, you know, stuff turns to become a whole lot of chest pounding. That's cool. Uh, but I also see a fair amount of similar to, uh, the world of, of the multi-level marketing and, uh, and and your old school just plain old Ponzi schemes like your Bernie Madoff type time where it appears that people are selling you the dream of the success without any of the details about the process of success. And it's very easy to be in love and magnetized to the dream of success without the actual experience of success. Uh, and one of the themes that are going to govern this year's interviews and in between episodes is walking through um, not just the development of the self-esteem, meaning the undergirding sort of sense of self and vision and perspective of yourself that gives you, you know, the energy and the mental space to focus and or go after things that may be challenging or risky, but also self-efficacy meaning how do you see and acknowledge that you actually are doing the thing? Self-efficacy is what's required for self-esteem to not just be a temporary pump-up, like taking a pre-workout, getting your heart rate all pumped up and your body hot, and then you go to the gym and do a bullshit 15-minute workout. But because you was all pumped up, you feel like you did a good workout. But you actually didn't do a good workout. You did a whack workout. You had poor technique. You had poor focus. You didn't have an end goal. You didn't push yourself in any way. You didn't have a plan. Because any good workout should be a part of a plan of workouts, not just working out randomly. Right? So learning, um, understanding what those two things are, how those concepts connect, how those things show up in our decision-making how the lack of self-efficacy contributes to the learned helplessness that often still, unfortunately, uh, plagues our community. That still shows up in the way we respond to challenges, how we internally process solutions, how we, what we argue and or ask for, from authorities or other you know places of power, how we show up, um, what intentions we think others already have for us, 
often those, in my perspective, those things show up. And therefore, I'm going to make a concerted effort this year to engage that concept, get folks to talk about how they showed themselves what they were capable of, not just how they felt or, you know, the pelts on the wall, so to speak, but actually what were the things where you realized you were doing things that were effective? When did you become aware that you were doing things that were effective? Who helped you? Somebody pointed out to you, said, man, you're doing good work over there. Or was it some other form? Did you did you just return the profit and say, man, look at this, look at this wad of cash in my hands. I'm doing a great job. Whatever have you. Um, so that's, you know, part of my, one of my landing points for the year. Um, also, though, this coming year, I want to do um, a little bit more of, and I think I've said this before, maybe I haven't, I don't remember everything I say. That's not my job. Uh, however, I'm going to share a little bit of something that's, you know, in my own uh, world that I'm working on, which is uh, moving forward and developing my capoeira skills. Uh, it's something that I enjoy and I've adopted and going on about three years of engaging, but I don't really feel like at this point that I've, like, broken through the the conceptual sort of bubble of having a deep understanding of what I'm actually doing, um, how hard I'm pushing myself, um, am I making the strides that I need. I have a, a knee thing that is weird. It's more discomforting than destructive, but I think part of its persistence has been a lack of follow through on my part to help it recover in the way that it needs to. So I'm going to be working on it and I'm going to bring you on the, on that journey with me. Um, you can choose to listen or not to listen as everything I say, you can choose to accept or reject. That's your choice. Uh, so there'll be that. Um, then no further, there'll be interviews. I'm at around, uh, 40 something, 45, person to person and actually I have over 50 total I got a couple that didn't make make the cut this year that got damaged and some other things uh, but the goal for 2020 is to get as close to 100 as I can it's a lofty goal for one year but I think with focus commitment uh, and the assertment uh, assertive uh, action I can I definitely can get 20 uh, and if I can get 20 then I can get 40. Yeah, we'll see. From that perspective, a couple things I will do to get you prepped on what's coming in the next month. I'm going to be actually two episodes that came out that I put out last year that I think sort of fell, ended up falling in sort of a disjointed place. They weren't really in the stream of when the other episodes were released. So I'm going to replay, rebroadcast both of those episodes. I'm going to also pull one of my oldie but goodies from the early years of the podcast back up um, to highlight that in January. And then I'm going to start getting you ready. I'm going to get you to you can walk with me on my Capoeira journey. That'll be something short every week and then 
Um, a little bit more. You're going to get a little bit more of the male to man. Uh, you know, one-on-ones of just me and my thoughts. Because uh, it's my podcast. I can do what I want. That's how podcasts work. In case you didn't know. Another news, though. Something that would be useful for me if you're listening is via any of the channels, vehicles that I use to, to send information out is to send me some feedback. I'm going to get a survey up uh, in the first, right there on the first, to things that you're interested in, things you're curious about, what do you think of the podcast, uh, what things would you like to see or hear more of, and what things you'd like to see or hear less of. Uh, no promise that any of your particular requests will be you know, met, so to speak, but your input matters and it helps me to shape what I will uh, focus on and what can be, uh, what will be rather uh, produced as this goes forward and as we look to have a fantastic and powerful year. Yeah, so I think that is looking at the facts and circumstances I think that might be it for this uh, this short short you know this little close out to the year uh, so I'm going to prepare to shut her down and as you as a listener you know in all things uh, enjoy your enjoy your new year uh, do something fun be responsible don't waste your time uh, in, the, in any time, any year, any day with things that are not healthy, rewarding, and bring you back some reflection of your highest and truest character. So with that, I'm going to say thank you for the, for the year. Thank you for the listens. As always, share, subscribe, pass, rate, do all that stuff, which I'm probably going to start making videos about that. I guess I'm going to start nagging people because I realize my my uh, create and wait strategy is not the most effective. So, therefore, I'm going to have to, you know, dabble in the, the various social media arts to generate the attention that I believe this work deserves and find the people that are looking for what I'm doing. So, again, thank you for listening. And enjoy your 2019 while it lasts. Make 2020 even better. Peace.